Hello and welcome to the Will Preach for Food podcast. I'm Doug, pastor here at Faith Lutheran Church. We are based out of Shelton, Washington, a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. You can learn more about faith at our website, www.faithshelton.org. We begin today's podcast with a reading from Ephesians chapter 2. We're going to talk about barriers today. The barriers we face, why they're so hard, but also what God has done about these barriers and why ultimately because of the gospel, we can trust God, we can trust each other, and we can even trust ourselves. So please open your Bible to Ephesians chapter 2. It's one of the letters of Paul. It's found toward the end of the Bible, tucked in between Galatians and Philippians. And let's start at verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. For it is by grace that you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands, Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, foreigners to the covenant of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself, Christ himself, is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. By setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations, his purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. And in one body, to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his Spirit." Here ends the reading. Dear sisters and brothers in Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This reading from Ephesians, it's a core expression of the gospel message of what's called justification by grace through faith. That is to say, our status with God, our identity as human beings is based on relationship, not performance. I don't wait for my kids to succeed before I claim them as my own. I want them to succeed, to be sure, but precisely because they're my kids. And that's what's going on here in in the scripture. It's a relationship with God. It's relational, not a reward. It is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this, that is both the grace and the faith to receive it, this is the gift from God, not by works. You and me, folks, we are God's handiwork, God's children, God's heirs. 
We are citizens of God's kingdom. We belong because God has vouched for us, named us, and claimed us. It begins with God's love, God's unconditional love for you and for me. When the Apostle Paul first wrote this letter to the Ephesians, he was writing to a congregation that saw itself as two groups. There were the insiders and the outsiders. The circumcised, that is, the Jewish Christians, they were the insiders. They had grown up in the faith. They shared a culture and a language. They, they grew up learning the Bible stories, and they knew all the Sunday school songs. They knew how to look up the hymns and the hymnal, and when to stand and when to sit during the service. The Gentiles, they were the outsiders. They loved Jesus. They received the Holy Spirit. But they didn't know all the same rules. They had a different language, a different culture. They knew other stories and other songs. They didn't feel like they fit in with the insiders. They didn't know when to stand up and when to sit down during church. They didn't fit in with the insiders, and the insiders didn't know what to do with the outsiders. But none of that matters, Paul writes. The gift of salvation is for both of us, both insiders and outsiders. God saves you and me by grace, through faith, apart from works, apart from language, apart from religious upbringing. It is a gift from God, both the saving and the faith to receive it, so that no one, insider or outsider, may boast. Now, in Christ, those who were far away, he says, have been brought near. Jesus, he says, is our peace, our common denominator, the Rosetta Stone. It's the, he's the glue that binds us. He's the secret sauce. And any cultural or linguistic or political barriers that once, once acted as a wedge between us have been destroyed by the death of Christ once for all, for us and for our salvation. Therefore, the Bible says we are no longer foreigners and strangers. We're no longer outsiders and insiders, but fellow citizens, God's people, members of the same clan. We're church, y'all. As part of God's missionary community, you, O listener, and me, O preacher, we are signs, instruments, and a foretaste of the kingdom of God. We are individually and collectively temples of the Holy Spirit. So the Bible says that God has, has broken down every barrier, but if that's the case, why does life still feel like an obstacle course? <laughs> I mean, the fact of life is that this side of heaven, each one of us faces barriers, obstacles, challenges every day. There's a reason, for instance, they call it the language barrier. When we were in Costa Rica last month on a mission trip, I felt helpless, frustrated trying to hear and speak Spanish. How frustrating and helpless it must have felt for my grandpa, emigrating from Sweden to Tacoma. How frustrating and helpless it must feel for those political refugees in San Jose, Costa Rica, let alone San Jose, California, to be surrounded by strangers, not speaking the language, not being understood, feeling like outsiders. Well, what are the barriers, the hurdles, the obstacles in your life these days? Certainly, the pandemic has been a huge barrier to all of us, limiting who we can spend time with, where we can go, the things we can do. And what about other obstacles? 
Maybe you have health concerns that you never imagined. Maybe someone close to you has betrayed you or let you down, making it harder to trust other people. Maybe your family is divided over vaccinations or a child who's gay or an uncle who who watches too much Fox News. Maybe the barrier to your faith is something that was said to you or that happened to you decades ago. Maybe by a pastor or someone you once trusted in the church. Maybe during the pandemic or this last election cycle, your friends gave up on you. They started going to the other church down the road. Maybe a youth director hire falls through and it's back to the drawing board. Whatever used to work so well, it seems like doesn't work anymore. I think about there's an Advent hymn that says, The verities we knew seem shaken and untrue. I don't know about you, but I feel overwhelmed these days. I'm not enough. I I can't fix it. I can't come up with a solution. I don't know if I can manage all these things, especially as we kind of come into this post-pandemic fall season. I don't know how to manage it. I don't know if I can hold it all together. It's too much. But therein is precisely the good news that Paul was talking about to the Ephesians, and it's true now as it was then. What the Bible says is that it's not about me. (laughs) It's not about what I can do and what I can't do. I am not enough. And the Bible says that's true. You're not enough. But Jesus is. The Bible says it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. And the gospel is that no matter how overwhelming the barriers and obstacles that you or I feel, those barriers do not define us. They do not overcome us. They do not finally separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And they do not actually have the ability to separate us from one another. Because on the cross, Jesus destroyed every barrier that tries to divide us, that tries to separate us from God and from each other. Jesus, the Bible says, is our peace, our unity, our, the secret sauce, Savior and Lord. Jesus truly is all that we need. And in fact, in Christ Jesus, those same barriers and limits that once tried to overwhelm us and divide us, now in a way become blessings. They show us our limits. They place boundaries around me so I can recognize where I end and where other people begin. They force me to to rely on and reach out to other people. In Christ Jesus, barriers became occasions to rest, opportunities to just let go of things, to lay down our burdens on Jesus and to reach out to other people. Barriers become opportunities for growth, like learning a new language. Barriers, limitations become occasions to practice compassion and humility, to learn Christ-likeness. I can't do it all. I'm not the Messiah, but I was never intended to be. You are not alone either. You are part of the body of Christ. One part, one part of a spirit-powered, Christ-shaped community of faith. You and me, we can't do it all, and we don't have to. My job? My job is simply to, as the Bible says, do the good works that God created me to do. Your job? Your job is simply to do the good works that God created you to do. And the job of church is to get together and to help us figure out 
exactly what that is. So here are some takeaways for today's message. It's really these three things simply, trust God, trust yourself, and trust each other, right? So trust God. Trust that on the cross, this is, this is the word for you today, that on the cross, Jesus demonstrated once for all that there's nothing that God wouldn't do for you. No matter how big the obstacles are that you're facing right now, God's got it. God's got you. The barriers that you face are real, but they don't define you. And nothing, the Bible promises, can separate you from God's grace. It's all about relationship, not performance. And God, before the beginning of creation, chose you and loves you and invites you to put your trust in God. Let God do the humble lifting. Or as it says in another place in Scripture, humble yourself in the sight of God, and God will lift you up and carry you home. So the first takeaway, just trust God. Second, trust yourself. You're God's masterpiece. You're God's living poem. You're a precious child, one for whom Christ died, created for good works. So trust yourself. Do stuff. Try stuff. You can't save the world. You don't have to. But you can make it a little bit brighter, right? Maybe you volunteer for the holiday bazaar or the rummage sale. Learn some Spanish. Adopt a new faith practice. Nurture an important friendship. Connect with your gay nephew or your crazy uncle. See, the pressure's off. You don't have to do anything, which means you're free to try anything. Try things. Fail. And then try some more. Trust yourself. Trust God. And finally, trust each other. The Bible says that God has placed the Holy Spirit in each one of us, that collectively we're, the living, we're a living temple. That means the same Spirit that lives in you lives in your neighbor, too. In the stranger. In your enemy. That's why the Bible says, welcome the stranger and love your enemies. Any barriers between you and your neighbor, they're destined to be broken by the grace and power of God in Christ Jesus. So we are invited to live into the unity that Christ has, propo- has promised. To see Christ in others, no matter, no matter what language they speak, what pronouns they choose for themselves, who they voted for, or what news program they watch. Somos uno en Cristo, somos uno. We are all one in Christ. So let's trust each other. Let's assume the best in each other. Let's cheer one another on as we try and fail and try again. Trust God. Trust yourself. Let's trust each other. And then let's end this sermon where we began. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. This is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Well, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you'll check out our website, www.faithshelton.org, to learn more about the God of Jesus Christ, or to get connected with his broken, beautiful, flawed, and forgiven community called Faith Lutheran. And while you're at it, sign up for our weekly emails, like us on Facebook, 
Subscribe to the Faith Worship Cafe on YouTube. Subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey, and thanks, Chaz and Emily, for your production work every week. And I leave you with a benediction. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine on you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. May God show you the way to serve and love your neighbor. To the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen.